Hey everyone, it's been a while. It's me, the champ, Gooby. Review of Show Us Your TDs Season 2. It's mid, mid off season and week one till the NFL, or one more week until the NFL draft. We're here to talk trades, retirements, and other things that will affect next year's NFL fantasy lineups and the NFL in, in general. We're also going to do a little mock draft for the upcoming NFL draft. I'm here with third place finisher in last year's fantasy football league. Melky, how you doing over there? I'm stoked. Uh, and I'm stoked only the way the milkman can be stoked. I love talking football with you. Obviously, you're my partner in crime. Uh, and when you said you wanted to do a mock draft episode, I jumped on it faster than... You know, just anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just the speed of bullet, whatever. Yeah. But, Gooby, I got a question for you. Who wanted to kick that field goal? That's a great question. Should be the correct. <laughs> should be correct. But, unfortunately, for today's game, that is incor- incorrect. And you're going to lose zero. Thanks for that. <laughs> What did you think of him on a uh, sidebar? Like, what did you think of him on Jeopardy? Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. I watched a little bit of it, like the highlights, I guess. It was all right. He did pretty well. Uh, not his uh, strong suit, I don't think. But uh, that question, or the, yeah, I guess the question, the answer question from that guy was hilarious. I had myself, it had myself in tears. It stole the show. He was okay. I think he was a little stiff. He, he seemed nervous. I could definitely, though, see him doing that after his career in the NFL. Or if he wants to, you know, piss off Green Bay and hold out, he can just do that and earn $12 million for 46 days. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he'll become a broadcaster like Tony Romo and be, like, the highest-paid broadcaster ever. Ain't nobody like Tony Romo. Ain't nobody like Tony Romo. That is right. <laughs> but speaking of chaotic news... Let's uh, dive into the NFL offseason. All right. Uh, honestly, it's cha- it's a chaotic hurricane that you always want to follow. And no, I'm not talking about Gooby's gust, Gooby's fart gust wind after he eats chili. It's the NFL offseason, and the activity is endless. So let's take let's take it through it, and let's talk retirements. Now, there's been four major retirements since the start of offseason. Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Julian Edelman, and Alex Smith. Now, Gooby, obviously these four are decorated, you know, uh, with the amount of games they played. Uh, Brees, um, Rivers, and Alex Smith with touchdowns, yards, completion. Edelman, three Super Bowl rings, a Super Bowl MVP. Now, I know at least two of these guys are going to the Hall of Fame, but are all of them Hall of Fame worthy? What do you think? Uh, Well, Alex Smith, uh, I don't got much to say about him because, like, I think that injury kind of just screwed his career. Uh, But, I mean, you look at Phillip Rivers, okay, 17 years. 63,000 plus yards, 421 touchdowns, 209 interceptions, and a passer rating of 95.2. When from San Diego to Indy, I think I think he will be a 
not first ballot Hall of Famer, but he will make the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, I can't argue there. Those numbers are pretty impressive. I think Breeze obviously is a lock, you know, with a Super Bowl ring, a Super Bowl MVP, 13 Pro Bowls. He leads, uh, he's got the record of 80,358 yards, 571 touchdowns, 20 seasons. Uh, with San Diego and New Orleans, yeah, he, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. Uh, Julian Edelman, though, is he he's my wild card. Actually, I don't think Alex Smith's getting in. I think the injury derailed him, too. That was a great point. And I don't think he put enough – like, his numbers are, are good, but they're not great. Yeah. Now, the, the, the debate is Julian Edelman. There are folks that say he should get in, and there are folks that say he shouldn't get in. Did you know he never made a Pro Bowl team? No, I actually did not know that. Yes, but Pro Bowls to his name. I can see that because Julian Edelman was never the star wide receiver for Tom Brady. It was Rob Gronkowski or some other wide receiver that just took that place. So Julian Edelman was always second or third, but he was a main factor in the in, in their team. But he was never going to be a all-star wide receiver. Um, you know, he did, what, 12 years, 630 receptions, 6,800-plus yards, 36 touchdowns, stayed with the Pats, and had three Super Bowls. So And an MVP. And an MVP. Yep. So I just – I think, again, kind of like Phillip Rivers – he will not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he will be in the Hall of Fame one day. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. Maybe they'll make a new thing for uh, slot receivers as a Hall of Famer. <laughs> well, I mean, he did catch that vital catch in the Super Bowl against uh, Atlanta. No, no, that wasn't him. Oh, that, no, that wasn't him. He was That's the right. one where it, he caught it and almost hit the ground. And then yeah, that yeah. through the legs, through the legs. Yeah. Man, they had some fucking really big, like, outcomes in that, eh? Like, that, was, that was a great Super Bowl. I remember everyone was pissed that uh, New England won, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, so, and then, like, like I said, Alex Smith, it's, it's, it's a toss-up. I don't think he'll make a Hall of Fame. He was but, never worthy of the first overall pick. Like how no. did how did Aaron Rodgers end up way down in the draft? I mean, it was Green Bay's blessing, but how did Aaron Rodgers slip so far? And Alex Smith was number one when clearly Aaron Rodgers was the better talent. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. It, it it's it's hard, and I love I liked Alex Smith too. So nah, I never did. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, speaking of quarterbacks, Carson Wentz. Traded to the Colts for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round draft pick. What do you think? Oh, the Colts obviously didn't waste time replacing Phillip Rivers. (laughs) I think this is a great move. If Wentz is able to play like he did during his MVP, well, close to MVP uh, season before he tore his ACL. And he has the the same – the coach that's there was his quarterback coach in Philly. So all the stars are aligning for him to have a comeback season. And I think he needs to realize he can't do it by himself. 
that team is on the up and up. Great defense. They have stud wide receivers. They have a great running back. Uh, you know, he everything is aligned for him to actually succeed. So play within your realm and don't try and do everything because you're not that good. I kind of agree with you. I don't – I like it's going to be a good fit, but uh, I personally think in the upcoming years, two or three years, they're going to be searching for a new quarterback to replace him. And I just – I don't think he's I don't think he's good enough to make a Super Bowl. Again. Yeah. No, I I, I, mean, I can agree with that. I don't think Indy unless Indy the problem is okay, so their division is probably the second worst with Houston and Jacksonville. I mean Tennessee is no joke. But I think it's gonna be hard pressed with the AFC having Casey, having um uh yeah, Casey, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, uh, the Cleveland, Baltimore. Yeah, it's 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 a no brainer. It's an up. Yeah, but you know, good luck to him. Uh, at least he's not in the NFC. Well, he wasn't really much of a threat, anyways, in the NFC. At least so, who, whatever. Goodbye. You, you remember that? Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, God, who who who's entourage based off of? Fuck. What's Mark that? Wahlberg. Remember that Mark Wahlberg movie, the yeah. miracle or whatever, the Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened when they won the Super Bowl. Okay, it was a miracle. Of course okay? it was. It was a fluke. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, Carson Wentz, don't press your luck. You're not good, and you're gonna be replaced <laughs> in like two years. <laughs> yeah, but folks, Gooby's uh, crystal balls out. He's predicting the future. But let's keep it moving with quarterbacks. Uh, and let's probably the trade of the offseason. I'm talking the L.A. Rams and the lonely Detroit Lions switching quarterbacks where Stafford is going to La La Land. And in return, Jared Goff is going to Detroit along with uh, first round, uh, 2021 20, third round pick a 2022 and 2023 first round pick a huge haul for a team that doesn't have much have too many first round picks anyways in LA but this is a slam dunk this is a touchdown it's good i love this move for LA it's you know super bowl or bust for them uh 100% super bowl or bust um now for that third round pick and i don't know what this means. I Googled it. I still kind of understood it. Their 2021 third round pick is a compensatory third round pick. So I don't know if they truly get it. I think they do, but I think there's a workaround with, uh, uh, with something. Uh, I did some digging and I couldn't understand it. There was too much money and shit involved, but, uh, big ups, big, big ups to, the the Rams and Detroit for making this trade. Yeah, Detroit's gonna get the shit on the stick, but I mean, for fantasy for fantasy re- relativity, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and maybe even Deshaun Jackson and Djax. Yeah, they're gonna be a high price wide receiver core. The new kid on the block. Yeah, coming, and- coming for that fantasy. And you know what? I had Robert Woods last year, and he did excellent. So I'm looking for a 
big, 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 big day for uh, or big season for uh, Robert Woods. Not only Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford, he has weapons. He hasn't had a weapon since Megatron. And now he's got a plethora of weapons. Plus, he's got Cam Akers in the backfield. It's like we both said, Super Bowl or bust. I mean, that division is competitive as it is. But I, I think with their defense, their window is very small. Sean McVay knows that, and he knew he wasn't going to win with Jared Goff. So he sent him packing to probably the worst place in the world at the moment in the U.S., but that's a him problem. Do you trust Matthew Stafford with a high quarterback draft pick and a fantasy league? I trust him. I trust him. I I'm not going to go with a fourth round, waste a fourth round pick on Matthew Stafford because you can get other quarterbacks who can put up numbers as much as him. But if he's there in the sixth round, yeah, I'm probably jumping on him. Late fifth, early sixth. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm probably jumping on him. I, 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 I think I agree with you too. Um, but another quarterback trade. We're gonna go with Sam Darnold. Ooh. To the Panthers Ooh. for a sixth round pick this year and a second and fourth round pick in 2022. I mean, uh, this one, I I didn't write much down for this because it's <laughs> Sam Darnold and it's the Jets. The only thing that I can say is this might be a one situation, like I said, where they're going to be looking in the draft this year, next year, at some point to get a quarterback who will replace Sam Darnold. See, I disagree with you. I think Sam Darnold got the shit end of the stick. It wasn't his fault that the Jets are a dumpster fire swimming in a pool of piss. It's not his fault. He had nothing to work with. Adam Gase is the worst coach ever. I think he's worse than Matt Patricia. And like Sam Darnold was basically left to um, fend for himself. He's on a team with Christian McCaffrey, um, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. That's pretty scary. And not to mention, they're a young team. Darnold is only 23 years old. I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to shine. He's got a coach who knows what he's doing, an organization that knows what they're doing. Poor Teddy Tapwater or two-hand Tapwater. Sucks, but you need to learn how to throw the ball. If you're a quarterback, then this goes for Tim Tebow and all you other quarterbacks that don't know how to throw the ball. Why are you quarterbacks? Pick a different position. But that's a different conversation for a different day. This is a this is another home run, touchdown, um, OT winner. Whatever sport you want to get into, I love it for Sam Darnold. He probably danced up. I saw the video of when he got home, and there were Panther colors all over his house, and he was doing like this little group. Yeah. He was a happy man, and I don't blame him. So do you think DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson's stock go up? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you have to. DJ Moore has gotten pretty – DJ Moore's progress has been really good since he's been in the league. Robbie Anderson, the problem with him is he's a great deep, deep ball threat, but he needs a quarterback that can throw the deep ball. Uh, Bridgewater can't do that. And remember, guess who te- um, Robbie Anderson worked with before he went to Carolina? Sam Darnold in New York. So there's familiarity there. Look for those two to have really good numbers. And plus, Chris um, Caffrey's back. <laughs> That's another thing. I know it doesn't really matter in our league, 
But Christian McCaffrey numbers, do they go up? Of course, he's the engine. He's the engine that drives that drives that uh, car or drives that train, whatever uh, analogy you want to use. He's the he's the he's the if he isn't there, they're not a big of a threat. If he's if he's on the field, because he can catch the ball too. Well, that that's what I'm saying. Like with with uh, with the acquisition of Sam Darnold, do you think that uh, McCaffrey's numbers will go up from I guess say two seasons ago? I think, uh, I think he's probably teetering around the same, maybe a little lower because it's always hard to duplicate those numbers. But he's still a valuable commodity. And yes, I know you have him, you dirty bastard. <laughs> just a sidebar. We never even talked about this. What are the chances that I win again this year? <laughs> I'm giving you 0.000001 because it's hard to repeat. And you might not get the number one pick. So. You get to pick out of the hat first, but you could land nine, eight, seven in the middle. Okay, well, good luck to you. Well, speaking of winning, with the acquisitions of JJ Watt, James Conner, and AJ Green, you think the Cardinals are due for a Super Bowl now? Fuck no. No, I mean they're they're nice pickups, but these players were great ones. They're JJ Watt is getting older and coming off how many injuries? James Conner disappeared last year in a prolific offense in Pittsburgh. AJ Green just didn't want to be in Cincinnati, which I don't blame him. Who really wants to be in Cincinnati? And you forgot Malcolm Butler, and that I think Malcolm Butler out of any of those picks acquisitions would probably be best one because he can still cover. You know, he, you know, everybody knows what he did in the Super Bowl for New England. I think this makes them good and makes them better and great veteran presence for Kyler Murray. But that division is so tough. It's stacked division. It's the probably the hardest division in football. So I think this makes them competitive. I, for me, with the Cardinals, it, they go as far as Kyler Murray goes. Okay, okay. So... I'm going to disagree with you. I think that with those players now in that that team, I think James Conner's going to shake the rust off. I think it's going to help Kyler Murray, you know, stay in the pocket a little bit more or even do those uh, you know, do those uh play the uh, trick plays or whatever you want to call them, right? And just just kind of keep the ball moving. I really, really think that James Conner can do very well on this team. Um, I don't think James Conner really wanted to be where he was last year, and I think that's one of the reasons why he was playing like crap. Uh, A.J. Green, I think, has at least another one or two good years left in him. Um, he was definitely getting shunned out by Tyler Boyd. And I, I just, I, I think that they could make a run for that division. I don't, I don't see them surpassing the Seahawks, but I see them maybe making a run with LA. But again, now with LA with Stafford, you're like, see, can- I, I think it's the numbers game. I, I think they're a year or two away. The problem with the the acquisitions they made, all of these players have been hurt at one time. And not just once, it's been a few times. J.J. Watts had so many 
um, surgeries. Uh, you can call him the bionic man now. <laughs> Jay Green has been healthy. I think this year, or this past year, was his first somewhat healthy year. He hasn't been healthy in three years. James Conner has been hurt too, and I don't, I don't agree with him not being happy in Pittsburgh because that was a stout offense. I just think their O line was so shit they just didn't know how to use James Conner. And Big Ben was playing for his life because he knows tick tock, tick tock. His time is running, his time is running up. So he tried to throw the ball. He forced the ball a lot more so unfortunately James Conner suffered for it but they're not better than Seattle and they're not better than LA Gooby's Gooby's prediction right here LA number one Arizona number two Seattle three and the Niners going fourth in that division Melky bets you $20 Arizona doesn't make the playoffs Gooby's broke because he's part time (laughs) now (laughs) All right. well speaking of not being broke. Let's talk the Tampa Bay Bucks. They brought the entire band back. Talk about using your money wisely. Godwin signs the franchise tag. Shaq Bear gets a new deal. Uh, Leonard Fournette comes back. And Domico Sue comes back. Rob Gronkowski is back in the fold. And he just set a record for what toss was it tossing a football from a helicopter. I think it was the amount of yeah, feet or whatever. That was some. That was yeah, a strange something. video. Yeah. Uh, Levante David back. Even they they even signed they re-signed their kicker Ryan Sukup. <laughs> These guys, the band is back. Gooby, are they the favorites to win it again? No, I don't think so. I think after a year of people scouting them out and figuring out how they they work i don't think that they're gonna be in it to win it this year uh i can see casey outdoing them i can see buffalo outdoing them and i can see now i i could be wrong um you're usually wrong uh, <laughs> not when it comes to the nfl fantasy world because i'm a champ yeah, okay, so yeah. I, I ain't wrong there. Yeah, you got lucky. You'll be wrong this season. Don't worry. I can see the LA Rams beating them in the uh, semifinals. I, I I could I could see Tampa LA semis, and LA goes to the Super Bowl. So the comp, uh, NFC Conference Finals. LA Bucks, Rams, Bucks and Rams. Yep. That defense is too much for Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I I think I think LA and uh, Tom, um, sorry, LA and uh, I guess fuck it, LA and Tom Brady because <laughs> t- Tampa Bay ain't nothing without Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, LA versus uh, Tampa Bay, I, I think that's going to be the conference, and I think that LA goes out on a on a high note there. You know, I usually say outlandish stuff, but I actually might agree with you in that. But we'll see what happens after the draft and when all the teams are set. I do like that conference finals, and that's a that's a great uh, guesstimation on your part. Oh, thank you very much. I try. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I try. Um, but with Fournette, I I think Fournette is a great running back. I loved him, but the injuries. He was healthy last year, so. I, I I think that was a great signing. Um, like you said, they got defensive, they got their kicker, they got they just got it all back, and it's 
It just looks good. It looks good. You think AB uh, finally comes back in the fold, or is someone going to take a chance on him? No. AB's done, man. He he didn't put up any numbers. Well, he put up numbers, but he didn't like he didn't he wasn't a wow factor. You need for that that caliber of a player, you need to be a wow factor to get back into the fold. I think he goes on his hand and knees and begs Tom Brady to take him back. <laughs> Speaking of uh being on your hands and knees, Dak Prescott, he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. And he prayed some more, and then he got his $240 million deal, including $126 million guaranteed, a record $66 million signing bonus with the last two years voidable. I, I just, in the short run of things, he has a bigger payday than Patrick Mahomes. For the first four years, he's making $29 million more than Patrick Mahomes is. This is a Patrick Mahomes contract with less years. And I, he's, he's also making $75 million this season. I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I'm sorry. I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but I don't see it. I don't see it. And Dak Prescott, he was putting up career numbers last season. Uh, year until the injury, he was putting up like probably one of his best ever, probably because it was a uh, it was a contract year. But I don't I I don't see it in Dak Prescott. You you don't have to. The it's the market. Jerry Jones waited too long to sign him, and it went with the market. And Jack Prescott held all the cards. And now Jerry had to now Jerry has to pay him. So, well, I mean, we're we're lucky Jerry has so much money coming out of his ass. It's not even funny. But now we get to see Dak Prescott put up or shut up. You now are paid. There is no reason, bar injury again. There's no reason to be disgruntled. There's no reason, uh, you know, to pout. You are paid. You're one, you're the highest paid person in the NFL right now. You need to take this team to a conference finals and very quickly. Otherwise, fuck off and let us start again. I, I don't think I don't think they make the conference, but I, I think they make the quarters. They go second round. Do they win a playoff round? They win one. Okay. Well, he's on that once. Maybe. <laughs> well, we got to win that division first because they're not getting a wild card spot. <laughs> but let's talk about. Flashing the cash. You know what I'm talking about. The New England Patriots free agency splurge. Gooby. You know who they signed? They signed your best friend, Hunter Henry. They signed Janu Smith, both tight ends. Kendrick Bourne, nice slot wide receiver. Matthew Jodden from, um, from uh, Baltimore, who's a great linebacker. Nelson Aguilar, another wide receiver. Jalen Mills, a great corner. Uh, Resigned Cam Newton for one more year. And then they re-signed a bunch of other people. Plus, they have the guys who held out coming back. Gooby, are the New England Patriots a threat? Fuck no! <laughs> it's, it's 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 not it's no contest. Those players are good, but they're not like they're not the wow factor. And I mean, 
Who's your quarterback right now still? Cam Newton. Yeah, my point exactly. Fucking Cam Newton. It's it, like Cam Newton was a one-hit wonder. Kind of like fucking, I don't know. I can't even know any one-hit wonders. But I just I don't see it in them. I don't see it in them. I don't think Bill Belichick and Cam Newton can get on the same page. Cam Newton is not a Bill Belichick quarterback. I'm it's plain and simple. He's a mobile quarterback. Bill Belichick doesn't like that. Have you seen Tom Brady run? It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> That's why he was a six round pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why you're what, one ninety nine or two ninety nine or something like that. But it's yeah, it's not it's it's feasible that they they'll do better than last year, but they're not the go to team in that division at all. Well they were no, they were seven and nine, but I actually think they can give Buffalo a run for their money. Cam Newton doesn't have to be fantastic. Cam Newton just has to be able to throw short passes to his two tight ends, your favorite position. He's got two good ones in Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. It's, they're trying to relive the days of Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. It could work. Bourne is a speedy slot-wide receiver. Aguilar had a great season. Now, I'm not saying these guys are going to you know, push them to the Super Bowl. No, there's no fucking way. But they can be competitive. With the defensive players that sat out, the new defensive players, the offense, Bill Belichick. I disagree with you. Cam Newton is a Bill Belichick type of quarterback because he's not going to take chances. Bill Belichick doesn't take chances. So they have a great opportunity to be competitive. First of all, don't you ever take the Lord's name in vain saying that they'll give the Bills a run for their money? Your boy isn't the Lord and Savior. That's Tom Brady. The Lord and Savior is my boy. Okay? <laughs> so, there's no way. There's no way. Um, I think the Bills run that division outright. I, I bet you uh, Patriots get a wild card spot. I'll do 20 bucks on that. All right. There you have it. There's no illegal gambling here. We we promise we're not actually doing it. These bets are (laughs) piling up. All right. You want to know what's piling up? Uh, Miami. Miami's piling up. Will Fuller signs a one-year deal with Miami, also trades with the Eagles, back up the draft to six overall, along with, what, a 2021 fifth-round draft pick while the Eagles get a 12th round overall pick and a fourth round pick and a 2022 first round pick Miami what's up <laughs> Miami is smart as hell man first of all Will Fuller is a nice signing and so uh, it gives um two a, a weapon because God only knows two and needs all the weapons in the world uh, but that's the that trade you just mentioned you got to back it up because that snowballed from an earlier trade with Miami and San Francisco. So San Francisco shot all the way to the third pick, which was what Miami had, which was given to them by Houston. Thank you very much, stupid Texans. And they traded for the 12th pick, which was sent to Philly. They also got a 2021 
third round pick, a 2022 first round pick, and a 2023 first round pick. Miami is swimming in draft picks and and capital, and they're doing things right, but brother. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you could say more. Like, that is just unbelievable. I just, it's astonishing. Whoever, whoever's in office in Miami needs to quit their job and run for office of the presidency. No. Because Politics they're doing sure. things right. <laughs> they my, I look for Miami to have, you know, big things to come. You know, just, I don't have faith in Tua, but apparently they do. But yeah, Miami's doing it right. And, doing uh, it well. Even if they, okay, so say you don't have faith in Tua. Say, I don't know, this year and next year he does shit. You got draft picks. <laughs> Use them. <laughs> you got capital. I just, like, it's, it's incredible. Like, this is, uh, like I said, Miami, pay, pay your coaches, pay your GMs, pay your owners, because that's amazing. Amazing. Not, not only that, Christmas bonuses should be big this year. But uh, Will Fuller's stock, I say, goes down this year. Um, I don't think he's going to be the Will Fuller that everybody thinks he is, the touchdown king. Uh, Give him a year, maybe two, and then maybe his stock will go back up. Well, he only signed a one-year deal. I don't anticipate him being there for the long haul because they're – Miami's drafting a wide receiver, which we're going to get into later on with our mock draft. But – Will Fuller is a nice stopgap to help Devontae Parker, Tua, and the rest of that cast. Okay, okay. I, yeah. Um, you know what, though? Another wide receiver. Ravens pick up free agent Sammy Watkins for a three-year deal. Lamar Jackson, you got yourself a pretty good wide receiver. What do you think? Uh, it's a one-year deal. Not a three. On your deal? Okay, my bad. And what do I think? (laughs) This is a horrible signing. They couldn't get anyone else. They couldn't persuade Juju to to leave uh, Pittsburgh. That's why he re-upped there. They couldn't get uh, Galladay to sign. That's why he went to New York. Plus, it's New York. This is just a desperate move and probably a low-risk move. It does maybe help Lamar, but Sammy Watkins can't stay on the field at all. So if he's not on the field, you're just left with the same shit you had last season. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. Sammy Watkins, you know, he he was decent. Keyword was. Uh, I think his stock goes up a little bit. Mm-mm. But. No, it does a little bit. He Mm-mm. goes from like a seventh round to a maybe a early six. Then you but draft him. I don't, I don't want him. <laughs> trust me, my draft will be on point like it was last year. Mm, I don't think so, but <laughs> you know we'll see. Uh, you know what we're gonna see though? The Cleveland Browns defense stomping mud holes throughout the AFC. Cleveland Browns. Made a uh, trio of signings. I think they signed some more people, but we don't give a fuck about those people. <laughs> John Johnson, a highly prolific safety. Troy Hill, a great corner who I wanted the Cowboys to grab, but you know Jerry Jones wanted to keep his piece of the pie. 
and Javanian uh, Clowny, the latest edition. Clowny. Clowny. Gooby. Are the Browns for real? And are they the consensus um, winners of the AFC, AFC North? Well, that's a big question, but I will say the dog pound is back in a big way. Uh, it's going to be hard to knock off Baltimore, but I think they definitely take over the Steelers. I think the Steelers are on a downward spiral. Fuck you, Allen. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but yeah, I think the Steelers are on a downward spiral. Bengals, their stock could be up too. If uh, Bro stays healthy, um, but yeah, I say I say they give that division a run for their money, for definitely for sure. Absolutely. Does uh, does Baker continue to get better, or does he regress? Baker gets better, or he stays he flatlines, which, um, isn't, which isn't a bad thing either. Yeah, he did he did fantastic last year, so I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, great signings, you know. They always say defense wins championships. So, unless you're Tom Brady, what do they do with OBJ? I would sign him for an, a year. He's he's already signed for a few. He's there. oh, is he? Yeah, his contract runs out in two more seasons, I believe. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, so no, they they'll keep him. I don't th- I don't think give him give him away just yet. Uh, you know. With that defense, it's going to help keep the offense rolling. It's going to, you know, keep them fresh and keep them healthy. I, I, I think uh, I think they'll keep OBJ for another year and, you know, see how that progresses. And if not, maybe trade him away. I think he's a cancer, but I do agree. Give him, uh, give him a try and see what you got. Uh, you know, speaking of cancers... Andy Dalton picked up by the Bears. <laughs> I think that's just cancer in itself. Like you, 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 you drop a quarterback, a shit quarterback, for another shit quarterback. Like it's Andy Dalton. Like, come on, guys. Like the Bears, you could do way better than this. I think. Uh, the, I, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. What do you think? I think the Bears are this close to being on par with the Jets. Um, the Lions and the Jaguars and the Texans. You mean to tell me you drop, like you said, a shitty quarterback? Um, uh, what's I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, uh, that's my point. Uh, Mitchell, we uh, we no. can't remember his name. That's terrible. He dropped Mitchell to Trubisky, who signed with the Bills, by the way. That was a great pickup because he can actually learn how to be a quarterback by watching Your Lord and Savior. And you sign Andy Dalton. Okay, so Andy Dalton was the Cowboys' backup last season. Andy Dalton had a prolific offense in front of him with Zeke, uh, Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. And he couldn't do anything with them. He couldn't even get us the division title in that crapshoot of a division. What the hell are you going to do in Chicago? (laughs) Like, seriously. You may as well go apply for Wendy's and be the new spokesperson for Wendy's because you're a ginger and that chick's a ginger. So do that because they'll make more money and have a better time than being the QB in Chicago. You're screwed. That team is a dumpster fire too. Yep, 100%. I totally agree. It's it's pointless. I I just 
I saw that trade. I was like, why, 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 like, no offense. I was like, why the fuck are we even talking about this? It's pointless. Yeah, apparently it's news. I don't think Chicago should should have reported. It's just, it's laughable. It's laughable. You may as well have re-signed Trubinsky. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about something that's not laughable. Let's talk about the Washington no-namers who are on a spending spree themselves. They went out and signed Curtis Samuel, which I like. I love that signing. Ronald Darby, William Jackson, and Brian Fitzmagic. Oh, God. Now, Gooby, does he have enough in the tank to get this team back into the playoffs? I have a $50 bet with not just not my boss, but my boss's boss's boss at work. Like that top end p- person at my work, yeah. I said, "Hey, fifty bucks says you don't even get six wins. Fitz <laughs> Magic gives you two because he's a bench player that comes off the bench and goes, hey, guess what? I got a little bit of magic in me for two games, and then he's shit for the rest of the fucking year.' <laughs> so yeah, I said fifty bucks, you don't even get six wins. So that's 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 enough said right there." Yeah, you know what? I don't agree with you a lot, but I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think this was a horrible signing. If he was, if he were to be your backup, yeah, it would be a good signing, good mentor player. You know, again, he gives you like two, three games where you can. He just like outperforms everyone and puts up like 400 yards and five touchdowns, and he's a fantasy god. But then he goes back to reality and he's poopy. So, I think I I question there. I I. They would have been better better off signing uh, Andy Dalton. See, there Andy Dalton there would have worked, I think, but not Fitzmagic. Although I probably would take Fitzmagic over Andy Dalton, but that's another conversation for another day. I got one more though regarding this team. Do they finally choose a freaking name? They do not choose a name for one reason: if they go far into the playoffs somehow. They'll change their name next year to the Washington Magic. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to. I think you'd owe it to Fitzmagic, man. If uh, if you you know somehow dominate the NFC East and you go far <laughs> too, I think you owe it to him. You're like, and maybe build a statue too. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> we're the Washington Magics. Uh, they have rumored rumor names: the Warriors, Renegades, and the Red Tails. All shit. You may as well stay with an, with having no name. I, I've heard what aces, some other crappy red devils, or I don't even know. It's um, they their their changes now, and I, I I think they stick with Washington this year, and then they'll change it next year. But uh, speaking of change, jersey numbers, we're getting new jersey numbers. From a lot of different positions, it looks like. Uh, QBs can now, well, I guess they were always 1 through 19. Running backs, tight ends, wide receivers are 1 through 49 and 80 to 89. Defensive backs, 1 through 49. Linebackers, 1 to 59 and 90 to 99. Offensive line, 50 to 79. And defensive line, 50 to 79, and 90 to 99. Now, the reason why I'm pretty sure we're talking about this is because 
changing these numbers means that when you're in a quarterback position and you're looking at your defense, it's brand new numbers. And normally you call out, you know, 52 is the mic. You're calling out the guy who's calling the plays. Now it's all buggered up. And I think for some of the rookie quarterbacks, I think we'll do well because it's new and and they're not seeing any changes. But for some of the mid or mid uh, quarterbacks, like people who've been in the years, uh, the NFL for five, six years, I think it's going to hit them a little different. And then I think for like the, you know, senior quarterbacks, I think they'll do fine. <laughs> yeah, senior. <laughs> Fucking Tom Brady. Was he like 43 now? 44? He is 43. Yeah, exactly. Senior. Fucking should be pulling out those fucking wheelchair parking things out of their fucking visors. No, he's going for number eight, buddy. Uh, he's probably healthier than the two of us put together. Uh, I don't know. I, I eat pretty good. I got a chubby face from last season, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> but what do, you, what do you think of this number change? It's all about the Benjamins. This is a ploy to make more money. New Jersey's mean New Jersey sales, new numbers, etc. They're also the, in college. You know, in college they are allowed to wear these type of numbers, and now they're bringing it back to life. The NFL, it's complete horseshit because now I have to go get my favorite player. If he decides to change his number, I have to get a new jersey. I'm only for it if you can take the old jersey and trade it in for the new one. If if that's a no-go, if it's no bueno, then fuck you. It's all about money, and I'm not for it. That definitely ain't going to happen. <laughs> Who's your favorite player, by the way? Tom Brady. <laughs> not gonna change his number no he's not but like let's uh like on the cowboys like cd lamb he took 88 because well for irving and that but he also took it because at the time you can only be 80 to like uh 89 or like the low like 12s or whatever yeah uh i was thinking about getting his jersey but he says he's gonna keep it but if he if i let's say i had it and he changed it i'd be pretty pissed off or like zeke zeke is considering changing his 21 which is fucking horrible. Like, Mike's got um, Zeke's jersey, so not that Mike wears his jerseys that often, but I would be pretty pissed off. Like, seriously, guys? Like, fuck you. It's all about the money. I only wear legends, man. Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Irving, and Tony Romo. Well, what if they want to change their numbers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a Terrell Owens jersey, too, don't I? <laughs> Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> Uh, oh man but yeah no um it is it's all about the benjamins man uh diehards will definitely buy jerseys of course i'm a dyer i'm going i'm not i didn't say i wasn't going to do it but i'm going to be very dis- disgruntled doing it and throw out obscenities because it's horseshit <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to talk horseshit well it might not be horseshit but we're going to talk money we're going to talk about a man who makes a lot of money. The quarterback plays for the Texans, Texan Houston Texans. I mean, he doesn't want to be there right now, but I think that's the least of his problems. We're talking to Sean Watson. Gooby, Deshaun Watson is being accused of sexual misconduct by 22 different massage therapists. 
two have come out, you know, come forward with their names and their identity. I'm sure more are going to, you know, reveal themselves eventually. Watson and his lawyers deny the allegations. He says he's completely innocent. Yo, this is definitely bigger than the Tiger Woods scandal. <laughs> I, like, come on. At least those girls agreed to have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just saying. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's it's hard to wrap my head around it. But going back to the first thing you said, how Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be in Houston, I think he would rather be in Houston right now than dealing with this bullshit. Um, this is gonna drop his capital. Uh, you know, I like if it's true, fucking throw him in prison for the rest of his life. If it's not true, it's gonna tarnish his name no matter what. Um, it's it's hard. It's hard. I've looked at some of. I've read some of the articles. It's hard to go either which way. Some of the people don't want to say their names. Because they're like, well, if you're making these allegations, you got to tell us who you are kind of thing, right? And, you know, they got to go public with it. And they're like, I don't want to go public. That's kind of skeptical skeptical to me because I'm like, fuck, if you're not going to go public about your name and who you are, you're probably lying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's going to tarnish his name. And it has already. Deshaun Watson has lost a Nike deal and Beats by Dre deal. And that's millions. That's shoes. Like, that could be a collab with Beats by Dre to make a Deshaun Watson headset. I don't know. But that's millions lost already. His name's being dragged through the dirt. Um, Like I said, though, you know, I can't, I'm not going to speculate on if these allegations are true or false. From if it's true, like I said, jail, rest of his life. But if it's false, I feel bad for this man because. You you don't come back from stuff like this. Uh, I disagree with that last remark, but at this point, it's I think it's a he said she said um, conversation. And sexual assault is no joke. You and I don't advocate sexual sexual assault. I agree with you. If if, if all these allegations are true, yeah, throw the bum in jail. You, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you can pull your dick out and start beating people with it. No, this is, uh, we live in a society where women are equal, if not better. So, you know, I'm, I'm of the mind frame proven until, um, innocent until proven guilty. So yep. I'm going to wait and see. I do think the NFL should put him on the uh, exempt list before this, uh, like while he handles himself, you know, you still get paid, but at least it shows the NFL that they care and they're monitoring and not saying that they're not, but, you know, put, put some, some action into it for now and let him handle let him try and fix his life handle the situation and then you know when the dust settles then you go from there i think you know uh some kind of signing contract signing with the nfl and deshaun watson where it says you know we'll put you on this list but if you're proven guilty we want that money back kind of thing Yeah, they, they, and I'm sure their lawyers will work out something where Houston and the NFL can void his massive contract that he signed last season. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to just be given a, a convicted felon free money for doing nothing but 
what he's been doing. Um, but, you know, and then if he is proven innocent, then he gets that money, you know, he can continue with his life and hopefully sign with, you know, a great team. But, but uh, you know what? A little, a little lighter. Let's get into some little lighter news. Not really football news, but kind of football news. Kevin James, that's right. Paul Blart Malkoff <laughs> is going to play Sean Payton, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, in a movie. What do you think about this? Yo, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, it's, a, <laughs> it's a production by Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore Productions, so no, not a shock there. So you know this is going to be funny. It's um, inspired by Sean Payton and the Bounty uh, Bounty Gate suspension, so I think it has. I think it has the opportunity to be a fantastic movie, especially if you're a f- football fan and you relived that Bounty Gate scandal. It was quite interesting, so that, I think that's cool. I I don't see the resemblance, but that was an interesting um, part given to um, Kevin James, Mister King of Queens. But yep. Gooby, since we're on this topic, who would play you in a Hollywood movie? Easy. You messaged me this, and within like five seconds, I messaged you back. <laughs> it's uh, Jack Black, because he's fat and hairy and funny. 100%. I think if you were to redo um, Na- um, Nacho Libre... <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Nacho Libre, you would get it down to... You get it down to a T, and the movie would be just as funny, or if not better. And and I would have to recreate that uh, scene at the judge and jury, <laughs> <laughs> where I ordered a nacho and I ate it all myself, and then I asked the lady to order me another nacho, and she looked at me. She goes, "Are you sure you want another nacho?" I was like, "Yes." She goes, "What about a personal size?" I said, "No, I want a full nacho." Oh yeah, her face was priceless. <laughs> Uh, good old uh, what what about you? Who would play you in a movie? Man, I hummed and I hawed uh, over this. Uh, so I, I narrowed it down to two actors. So one was Trevor Noah and the other was Cuba Gooden Jr. Now, I picked the two based on their charismatic. They have wit. Um, you know, they can play multiple like roles, either be serious or be funny. But Trevor Noah has an accent, so he got eliminated. So I'm going with Cuba Gooden Jr. But Snow Dog sucked. I'd never do a movie like that. Yo, uh, know what? I was going to say, that's like one of the, like, the movies I remember. Because I watched Snow Dogs in a hotel uh, when I was, I think, down east with my mom and my grandma. And that was like one of the first Cuban Gooden Jr. movies I ever watched. And I was young at the time. I think I was like 16. So... But yeah, like that, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. You know, I, I I think I think he's a little old now. I think young Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, 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 young Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, I think Jack, a Jack Black age right now is perfect to me because I, <laughs> I feel old. Okay, well, so. I, I could definitely ask to show me the money in Jerry Maguire. So yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's a good pick. That's a good pick. We're, we're talking money. And you know what? How do you get your money? You get picked by a team. Gooby and I are doing our 2021 NFL mock draft. And we have our take on it. And there's been so many different versions of the mock draft going 
It's going to happen this coming Thursday. I don't know what date that is, but it's what? April. It's I th- No, it's. Uh... April 29th. Yeah. yeah. April 29th. I can't wait. It's probably the most exciting draft besides the NBA. Uh, so, yeah, Gooby, let's get into it. Who is your number one pick? Okay, well, uh, number one pick is Alabama. No, I'm fucking kidding. No. <laughs> it's Clemson's quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, come on. Uh, it's like there's uh, we don't even need to talk about it. Trevor Lawrence. What, uh, who's your number one? Um, it's. Uh, bum felt no, it's um, no, it's Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, hands down the best, the crown jewel of the draft. This guy's this man's supposed to be the next coming, like Peyton Manning, um, you know, the cream of the crop, Dan Marino, whatever, whatever category you want to put him under. It's Trevor Lawrence, hands down. Jacksonville Jaguars are, are singing his praise. He probably. He probably knew once that once Jacksonville was revealed out the number one pick, he probably looked for real estate out in Jacksonville because he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the people who should have been number one, sitting in number two spot, <laughs> New York Jets, and I think they pick up BYU's quarterback, Zach Wilson. Uh, what are your thoughts, and would you pick as your number two? My number two pick for the New York Jets, if I was running it, would not be Zach Wilson because he's compared to Sam Darnold. And guess what? You just shipped Sam Darnold out to Carolina. But apparently his upside is 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 a bit bigger. His poise, <clears throat> he's ready to play now. So, yeah, New York Jets, they select Zach Wilson and ruin another quarterback's life. So you're going to go with Zach Wilson too? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. What do you got in number three over there? Number three, San Francisco 49ers. They spent a lot of capital getting this pick with Miami. They obviously don't have faith in Jimmy, porn star Jimmy. I wouldn't either. He can't stay on the field because he's probably banging too many porn stars. Not a bad life to live. (laughs) Hey, Lana Rose is up for sale right now, okay? (laughs) Uh, they're taking Mac Jones. He's uh, probably the most ready quarterback besides Trevor Lawrence. He's he could thrive in the in the Mike and the Kyle Shanahan system. I don't agree with it, but that I know I think that's what they're gonna go with is Mac Jones. Who do you got? Uh, I'm straight with you right now. Number three coming out of Alabama, QB. Mac Jones. It's 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 a no-brainer. We're going one, two, three quarterbacks right now. And on Gooby's list, number four, Ohio State. We're going with four quarterbacks. QB Trey Lance Ooh. for Atlanta. I think Damn. I think Matty Ice is going downhill at the moment. I think he's got maybe one or two more years left in him, but it's one or two years of just priming a great quarterback in Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance will fit well in that offense, and I, 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 I'm excited for that if it happens. So this is where we differ. I think Matty Ice isn't ready to be put on ice just yet. He's got at least two more seasons. And because of that, 
the Falcons, even though they've been discussing trading that number four pick, they're going with the best player in the draft, Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida State. Yeah, you, you see me with the hands. I already knew it's going to be a receiver in Kyle Ridley, Pitts. Ridley, um, Julio, Kyle Pitts. How disgusting is that? It's 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 a pretty good combo, but uh, I'll tell you more about that later on. <laughs> who, who you got at number five there? Number five. So this, I think this pick was very difficult for me because the Bengals can go in so many directions. Um, one hand, they doesn't hurt to get offense. And by the way, if Kyle Pitts does not get picked at four, the Bengals are taking Kyle Pitts. Without a doubt, no hesitation. But I don't think Atlanta is going to be stupid enough to not get a generational player. So they're going Kyle Pitts. The Bengals, since um, Burrow um, got hurt last season, they their O-line was absolutely trash. They're going with the best offensive lineman in the draft in Panay Sewell. Okay, okay. And this is, again, where we differ. Because, then in it. Da-na-na. This just in, Carolina trades up from 8th to 5th to pick up Ohio State QB, Justin Fields. Okay, I like it. I like the trades. I like the trades. I, I, like I, I, think, I think if Carolina has some kind of capital or draft picks, I, I couldn't do a whole deep dive on that because yeah, yeah. that's a lot of deep that's diving lot, to go, yeah. go through. But um, I think if Carolina has the capital to do it, I think they do it because, I mean, getting uh, uh, Justin Fields is a, it's a great, great pickup for them. See, I don't think Carolina – first of all, they spent some capital with the Jets, and also they're going to trade down. And I'm going to get into that when I get there. But my pick for – yeah, so that's why they're picking Panay Sewell. Yeah, but, yeah. But okay. number six, you got the Miami Dolphins. They are getting two of some weapons, and they're taking Jamar Chase, the best wide receiver in the draft. He's going to Miami. Welcome to Miami, Jamar Chase. Okay, okay. And again, I, I feel like I knew this was going to happen too because I knew – I knew that we were going to differ in so many ways. Um, I'm going to go for number six from Florida, tight end, Kyle Pitts. So you think Kyle Pitts drops to six. Okay. I think Kyle Pitts drops to six, and I think it will be a great, great weapon for our boy Tua. Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Kyle Pitts. That's that's a great team. That is a great team. Yes, they could use another wide receiver, but I would prefer Kyle Pitts over Jalen Waddle or Waddle or whatever. Waddle. Waddle. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. He can waddle his way down, down further to the draft. In the draft. Well, he can actually waddle his way to the seventh (laughs) overall pick. For Detroit from Alabama, wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Ooh, Jalen Waddle. Okay, okay. So like, I'm glad we differ. 
and you had your trade earlier. This is where I have <laughs> the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. And this pains me. Pains me to say this. The Denver Broncos trade up with the lonely fucking Lions who go down to nine. And the Denver Broncos select Justin Fields at number seven. And they finally get rid of Andrew Locke. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. And because of that trade earlier from eighth to fifth, Cincinnati Bengals sit in their eighth spot picking up Oregon offensive tackle Panay Sewell. So we have we have him being picked by since is, just at different times. He is definitely this is where I think Cincinnati can do this trade is because Miami don't need no offensive tackles. Detroit doesn't really need offensive tackles because they don't have a good quarterback. <laughs> it's, Jared, it's Jared Goff. <laughs> it's Jared Goff. We don't really need to protect his ass. Okay? So, and we, we know that with the acquisition of Jared Goff, though, they think they, they might have a quarterback, so they're going to go get a wide receiver. So this is where I think Cincinnati can be smart, drop down to eighth, and still get their offensive tackle. We know Florida is going to go with a wide receiver or tight end if it goes down that far. So, I mean, Cincinnati has nothing to lose other than they just, they just don't. They have nothing to lose. So they're, they're gaining draft picks or whatever for a drop four spots and still picking up the same player. I dig it. I like it. You can tell you've definitely thought this through. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think that's how it's going to go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you got in nine? Or at eight. Oh, oh, we're at eight. You're, oh, yeah. Well, sorry. You're at eight. I'm at eight. So we have another trade. And this puts Bill Belichick's offseason. This is actually the cherry on the top of Bill Belichick's offseason. The New England Patriots spend the, whatever capital they have um, with – who's at number who, – who's, who's originally at number eight? Originally at number eight is Carolina. Carolina. So, yes, Carolina drops to the 15th, but they also gain more draft picks from what they spent on Sam Darnold. They go to 15th. I don't care who they select at that point. New England goes all the way up to eight. They get your boy Trey Lance, Trey future Lance. quarterback of the New England Patriots. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that we're doing trades too, because I wasn't sure if you were going to do trades as, as I was. Oh, I had trades there. You know, this is a prime um, draft this year with wide receivers and um, and quarterbacks. Yeah. And teams that need quarterbacks for the future are going to do whatever it takes because next year's draft is apparently really shitty. <laughs> Um, speaking of shitty, I got number nine <laughs> shitty team, the Denver Broncos. No, oh, yeah, they suck. Picking up Penn State, Mikak Parsons. I don't know if I said that right, but oh, he's the he's the the top linebacker. Yeah, he's the linebacker, yeah. He's the top linebacker. I think Denver builds up their defense, um, and you know maybe they'll get a quarterback another time, but. I don't – because they got Nick Foles right now, right? Denver? No, they have um, – No, they have Locke. Oh, sorry, they have Locke. Sorry. 
But yeah, so I don't see them being able to trade up for any quarterback. Uh, I think their best shot is to get that linebacker and uh, improve on that defense. Um, this one I had a tough time dealing with, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad pick. He is the best linebacker in the draft, and this man gets the gets the quarterback like no other. So it's something they they could definitely use. They, I mean, they could use a lot more because it's Denver. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, it was really hard because Denver is there's a lot of holes, there's a lot of holes that need to be filled, and I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah, but you, they usually are in any porn you watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so my number nine pick. So the Lions have dropped down to number nine after their trade with Denver. And, yeah, they need everything. But because they have Jared Goff, they need to give him a weapon. They lost Kenny Galladay, and they lost uh, Marvin Jones in in the offseason. So they're going to get a wide receiver. And they're going to draft Devontae Smith. And everybody knocks him on his size and whatever, but the man can separate, and he's got speed like a cheetah. So Devontae Smith is heading to that crapshoot called Detroit. If Devontae Smith tried to bump up against me, he would fall over. And I'm not even a professional player, and I'm only 5'9". Okay? I mean, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if this motherfucker tried to bump up against me, he's just gonna fall over like a fucking just like he, he's like a he's like a plastic bag in the wind. Okay, <laughs> that dude needs to put on some muscle and some muscle quick. Okay, it's called beefcake. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I I understand where you're coming from, but I just don't like him. Uh, until he gets a little bit beefier. Number 10 for me, our final and best team in the NFL picking up. And I'm sure we're both agreeing on this one. Alabama quarterback, Patrick Sertan, the second. I think this is a great pickup. Dallas's defense is shit. Their corners are always garbage. I think, no, come on. It's true. You it's know true. it's true. It's true. They are hot. Okay. We, haven't, we haven't had a good cornerback since primetime. Okay. So I think and this Woodson. is. A, and, Darryl Wood, and Darren Woodson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I think this is a great pickup for them. I think this is going to help build that defense and we can start building it right, making playoff runs with this defense. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. My number 10 pick, Patrick Sutan, the second. He, um, he comes from a line of uh, players. His dad played in the NFL. He's a great, outstanding corner. Alabama, stand up. Yep. Him and Trayvon played back in the day. That great one-two tandem. You know, he's a great on-the-ball uh, corner. He's a, you know, what more can I say? I, I For a split second, I debated whether it should be him or J.C. Horn, who's another great corner, great ball hawk. His dad also played in the league. But you have to go. If Sertan is there, you have to. Unless Kyle Pitts somehow drops to number 10, which I don't think that's going to happen, or Jerry trades. I don't think Jerry should trade up. Jerry, if you're listening, don't trade up. You have (laughs) to spend the farm to get Pitts. Stay at 10 and and get Patrick Sertan. Our defense is crap. Remember those? Remember the, the glory days? 
Yeah, the big D&D. Exactly. That's why we won. Not just because of the triplets. It's because we can stop people. We're crap right now. So, <laughs> so Jerry, pick up Patrick Sutan. Or if he's gone early, get J.C. Horn. Now, I'm glad you said something about him trading up. If this motherfucker trades up, you are either going for Kyle Pitts or you're going for Panay Sewell. That's it. There's no one else you need, okay? You what, could, about, what, about Michael, what about Micah Parsons? You could use Parsons. I like Jalen Smith. I like Sean Lee. I like Van Der Esch. So our linebacker situation, you know, we got the Wolfpack. I think if they can stay healthy, we are good. So Mike, uh, Mike or Micah Parsons, I think it's a no-go. If you're going to trade up, you're getting Kyle Pitts or you're getting the offense to tackle Panay uh, Sewell. That's it. Hands down. You don't need anyone else. Like, yeah, it, it's clear cut. Clear cut. Know what, though? Speaking of clear cut, Not After 30 Podcast has a sponsor, everybody. What, what? In the bud. So, you know <laughs> what? If you want your turf cut clean like an NFL football field use the turf chopper 3.0 from smooth my balls it'll help you score more touchdowns and the bed use code na30 for a 15 percent off discount at the store yeah but i'm i'm excited i I, when i heard the news i was screaming like a little girl and uh, like gooby mentioned support the network by using uh, our promo code na30 uh saves you 15 percent on your order don't delay. Shave those pubes away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I think that uh, that wraps it up about this. Uh, I guess off-season podcast, a little mid, little mid-season for us because we're uh, almost at the uh, fantasy fantasy draft for us. At least I don't know when we're doing that, but I'm sure we're going to be doing it quite soon. Hopefully, uh, uh, yeah. you know, our usual time. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. This uh, this draft, like uh, Melky said, is going to be excellent draft. Uh, I don't normally tune in for drafts, but I'm going to probably tune in for this one because this is this is a historic draft, I think. You're going to see some good top players in the next 10, 15 years coming out of this draft. So, yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's star talent everywhere. Uh, a lot of these players, are, I think, are generational players and can help a franchise or could set back a franchise if they're wrong. So, <laughs> Jets. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, anytime we can talk football, bro, it, it's uh, it's a blessing. And just you know, shout out to the channel and everyone involved. Um, you know, don't forget to look us up on Wow and Mustard. Um, check out Gooby's um, Don't give a uh, nobody gives a fuck pod on uh, video games. Check out mine on uh, brotherly bonding. Uh, check out Jesse and um, John's on uh, on Star Wars. Uh, check out uh, nothing but miss. That's uh, our basketball pod. It was last episode was pretty jokes. And check out all the rest of the talent on NA30. Gooby, one last time, brother. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, Jack Black, if you're looking to, like, do this up, like, give me a call, bro. We'll, I can tell you my life story. Yeah, you are 
you or you can call it McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is great. I can't wait uh, for the season to start. I can't wait for this draft. I can't wait to dominate in the fantasy football world again. Not happening. So yeah, uh, that's it for me, man. Well, on that note, remember, sex at the age of 90 is like trying to shoot pool with a rope. On that note, let's play uh, Aaron Rodgers' audio, which we were talking about earlier, just in case you guys did not understand our joke. Back to our two-day champion on the end, Scott. Did you come up with a quick response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? You might have a future in Jeopardy. On that note, sayonara.